Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good couple hours or something. <laughs> I was just, man, wow. Wait, how does, how's it go? How's it go? How's it, how's it go? <laughs> I'm Damian Borling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. He's Kitty Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We in here. Shout out to Kyle and James for holding things down for us. Uh, a little bit longer than we anticipated. Uh, shout out to the Sacramento Kings, uh, Kendra Montgomery Block. Um, uh, beyond black. Yeah, what, yeah. what what was what was that? Will Squad. Black and beyond. No, it was black and beyond. Will's crew. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah black and beyond. Yeah, yeah. we bringing that to Odyssey. Black and beyond. Absolutely. Uh, an shout amazing... out to my girl V, man. V the truth, man. She do her thing out there with the Kings as well. Uh, shout out to Doctor Flo. She gonna come Dr. hang out. Doctor Flo with in the well. building as well. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Man, we had a um, we had a tremendous time at the at at at, at, a, at a Black History Month lunch. Uh, that the Sacramento Kings hosted and uh, had us out. I'm still confused. Are we working tonight? I, I, Did you hear what? Yeah, like yeah. we heard it multiple we, times, too. We, we were asked multiple times today if we're emceeing. You guys are emceeing tonight, right? If someone, if, they, if we can't. All right. Yeah, All some, right. Somebody forgot to relay that message we were to supposed us if to, we uh, are. Well, the original plan, we were supposed to talk to uh, Miss Spellman, who was yeah, very was, impressive. That, we, that the, the the youth is in good hands. We were supposed she, to talk to Miss Spellman and Laney, and yeah. uh, yet here we are, all alone. 
We do have Will Z joining us. We, we should have Matt George. Matt George is dealing with a couple of things, but I think we'll have Matt George uh, in the final hour Shout of the show. Shout out to that juice, too. What was that called again? I don't know. I forgot. Hey, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> what was that juice called again? Just tell it. Hey, say what the juice was called. Yo, we had we had peach cobbler. We had banana pudding. And what was the juice that we had next to the ice water? What, what was it? I think it was a freedom cocktail. It was a freedom mocktail. That's what it was. It was bomb, though. It was bomb. Still got a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a great time, man. That's that's we do, yeah, we, we we try not to miss the show uh, too often, but thankfully James and Kyle were here to take care of things, and that was a an event we didn't want to miss. As it's HBCU night at the Golden One Center, as the Sacramento Kings return to basketball. Yes, this evening. Um, and they need this one tonight, dog. Kind of sounds like yeah. it sounds like Domas is a is a. Go. He, he was at practice. It was, or excuse me, shoot around. It's a full. I'm surprised. To, I'm surprised to hear that. To be honest with you, yeah, me too. I, w- I, I was. I, I had already mentally prepared for like, yeah, it ain't happening. Don't yeah. mind. We'll see him on Sunday. Yeah, Sean tweeted this morning. He was upgraded, and then uh, he was a full participant at shoot around. I can't imagine. Like, we're not talking an injury here. We're talking an illness, right? Uh, if he's participating in practice, I gotta or shoot around. Sorry, I. I Gotta imagine that's a that's a pretty good sign for tonight. He went from doubtful, I think, last night to questionable this morning. Yeah, and it's it's I would say a great sign as long as you know he doesn't feel worse after the shoot around or anything. I'd expect him to play, but Domas ain't trying to miss no games. No, he's he not. He ain't missed man. a game this year, has he? Not, no, I don't think so. M and HB. Yeah, I don't think so. And Harrison, there we and, go. And, and no, no shade to Harrison, but that's impressive with Domas because he plays. Such a physical style of basketball. But yeah, he gets the crap kicked out of him on yeah, the night. Yeah, well, and then, basis. you know, he's dipping the shoulder every time around. Too. I'm sorry? He's dipping the shoulder. The shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to our boy, uh, out, Butcher, Butcher Boy, Joe Much love, Shasky. big dog. Much love. Uh, Sending you some love. And, hey, while we're here, congrats to Bonte. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea Bonte <laughs> wasn't married. No clue <laughs> that he was on that Kenny Carraway plan. Uh, he, they posted some pictures on IG this morning, and I was like, oh, this – Throwback Thursday? It was, it was like, that looks like Bonte now. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, did, you peep, did you peep his shirt in the uh, – Oh, in I the, saw it. Come on I now. I saw it. He got that from you? No, did he get it from you? He didn't get it from me. Man. Very Bonte. Man, I'm telling you, bro, it's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother level for, for, for guys like D'Lo and Bonte. Black and Beyond coming to Odyssey here soon. <laughs> Anyway, but uh, yeah, don't shout mind. out to Sasha. We saw Sasha too. We did see Ken, Sasha. Ken, I was like, him. hey, get well soon. <laughs> hey, okay, jackass, keep it moving. Yeah, <laughs> Sasha just looked at him. Oh, okay, this is a shoot. I really, yeah. we really saw Sasha. We did. We and I really told him to get well soon, and he's like, ah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. <laughs> that in my face. All right. Sir. Oh man, but. The original point, Domas looks to be back, and um, that's big, man. I was, uh, yeah, I had wrote, I, I, I was like you, I was all right, it's fine. Like I, I mean, from a playmaking standpoint, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like De'Aaron, Malik, and I even think Harrison Barnes to a certain degree mm-hmm. can do a lot of playmaking. It's, it's fine. It's, they can handle that part. They're going to miss the points, and these dudes are going to have to get active on the boards. Like they can't be passive when it comes to rebounding the basketball. No, well. Th- 
interesting enough, not that like I want Domas to miss or anything like that. We figure all things out with Domas Sabonis in the lineup. But part of me was like, all right, Domas is like 6'10". I wouldn't mind, you know, maybe a little bit more than usual throwing Alex Lynn at him or even mm. JaVale or something like that yeah. to try and match up uh, match up size-wise. But the interesting thing is it doesn't feel like Wimby understands that he's 7'4 yet. Mm. <laughs> he's still he out here. He's still out here trying to be Kobe. Yeah, like you're seven four, sir. So, you know, maybe you know you can. Right now, at this point in his career, you can kind of get away with maybe an undersized center or going small or something like that. Um, you hear but he's a handful. You hear variations of this phrase all of the time about you know guys might not understand their body yet, mm. and I think in the league. Like, what exactly can I do with my frame? Mm-hmm. How do I know how my frame matches up against a certain, you know, the group that I've been playing with when I was 15, 16, 17, 18. Like, now, like, how does my, how, how does my frame match up against these guys in the NBA? And I do think it, it takes time for, for guys like, for, for young players, not guys like Victor Wimbledon, but young players to learn that. And then when you're talking about 19, 20, 21-year-olds, their frames are going to evolve. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, when he... When the frame evolves, when he understands how to use it, it's crazy. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. But I, I still feel even today, uh, Coach Pop, as great as he is, three times a quarter, hey, um, what's one of the – on 2K, they call like punch five, where you just literally clear out one side, get your big man on the block, throw him the ball. Punch five to Victor at mm-hmm. least three times a quarter. Mm-hmm. Get him the ball on the block. He's 7-4. Let him go to work. And we'll see if they, they do that. I haven't watched a whole lot of Spurs basketball, um, like the whole game. But we'll see if that's something that they incorporate. It doesn't feel like they do. Like when I watch the Spurs, he's not really on the block as much as you think he should be for being 7-4. can't believe you just said that. You if you, you don't know ball if you ain't been watching 11-44 and 44 Spurs this year. I mean, they're on – I don't need league pass to watch. No, them. you don't need that. All you need is a television. <laughs> There they are. Uh, and every once in a while, you tune into one of those what looks like a crappy game and you see Victor Wembanyama do something sensational. Something it's like, yeah. all right, yeah. okay, maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> maybe it's not so bad. This is going to be a nerve-wracking stretch of the season for the Kings. This is not the position they were in last year. Mm-hmm. And, and more specifically, may, maybe less about the Sacramento Kings as they are in control of you know what happens to them, but more for the Sacramento Kings fan base. It was nerve-wracking in the sense of no one believed that they could hold on to the three. Mm. There were people, oh, you know, if they they finished top six, boy, they did good. But, you know, gosh, there's no shame in the playing. Right. That was the conversation this time last year starting the second part of the season. Well, now they're in playing territory. Granted, it's by a fraction, but that is where they are. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, given there's Phoenix – and there's, you know, the, the 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 Pelicans. There's the Lakers behind them. You still got the Warriors doing what they're doing. You've got you've got a multitude of teams that you're watching. This is we're watching the scoreboard every night. Yeah, like we're looking at matchups. That you know, we got uh, Dallas and Phoenix tonight. All right, mm-hmm. works for the Kings no matter what. Kings mm-hmm. get a dub. Kings do what they're supposed to do. That 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 matchup works for them. I think we got uh Houston and New Orleans as well. Mm-hmm. That's the other one. Like, hey, I, I'll root for the Rockets. Hell, to be honest with you, Lakers, Warriors. 
Yeah, and that, and that was the other one. You know yeah, I mean? like yep. no LeBron, uh, tie. Both of you lose, <laughs> or seven overtimes. No, like that's UConn fine too. and Syracuse. Um, but yeah, yeah like I'm, out. Yep. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at those two teams, and I'm saying if I'm the Kings, let me worst case scenario, let me stay in eight, and those two teams knock each other out in that first playing game. Mm. That 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 to me that's the well, worst case scenario would be just be ten and you still have a chance. But I'd like to be seven eight. Worst case scenario is eleven. Well, there's that too. <laughs> but uh, I think they're pretty slightly sick. unlikely. I feel like they're slightly unlikely. Yeah. But you know, I want to have two chances at the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Um, and guaranteed to have one at home in that situation as well. But you you laid out the other games. I mean, Phoenix Dallas. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose, probably because I don't necessarily believe in Dallas like that. Mm-hmm. Go get that win tonight. Mm-hmm. Get one on on Phoenix. Well, also, we only got the one against Phoenix at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas, not because we 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 can, you can only control so much with Phoenix mm-hmm. because you, you 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 missed a couple of opportunities, you know, along the way with them to kind of not take them well, out of the equation. Well. But, they're two and two, right? Mm-hmm. And there's one left. So you can still win that series. Yeah, but it's yeah. the last game of the season. Yeah. So it, it it may mean everything. It may mean mm-hmm. nothing. But with Dallas, Dallas gets the win tonight. You've 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 got multiple games against Dallas. Mm-hmm. You you know we've talked about the importance of that uh, uh, Dallas at Sacramento, Dallas at Sacramento stretch at the end of March. Right. Um. But this is the nature of the next 27 games. This is D'Lo and KC now for the rest of the year. Hey, Kings got the uh, the Clippers this weekend. Okay, cool. Who else plays this weekend? We're coming back Monday. Hey, you know, Clippers and Kings, blah, 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 blah. Okay, what else happened? Mm-hmm. We start running through the rest of these results, and here's what it means. And Sacramento moved up. I mean, they 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 there was a – when they beat Denver. It couldn't have been Denver. Was it Denver? Maybe because they played before everyone else did. I feel like when they beat Denver, they moved back to five for a second. For the who the the, the Kings, Kings did this last game against Denver. Yeah, maybe, maybe. it was the maybe because they lost the game before Thunder. Maybe it was the other Nuggets win. I'm not sure. It might have been was, the other Nuggets. I think it was win. the one on a Friday night after the, the Pistons the game. Yeah. yeah, it might have been the the other Nuggets win where they kind of was like, all right, they back there at fifth, then they lost yeah. to Oklahoma City. Yeah. And and things kind of went yeah. the way that they did. You, I mean, you just kind of broke it down a little bit, but they win tonight, and uh, the Suns lose. They're a they're a half game out of five, maybe. Yeah, half game out of five, and who knows who's in five? Because mm-hmm. I don't know the tiebreaker situation with Dallas and Phoenix. Dallas could move up to five with a, a win tonight against Phoenix because they may have the tiebreaker. And they're currently in seventh. Yeah, so a lot. A lot can change in 24 to 48 hours standing-wise, and it's going to yep. be that way. It yep. feels like it's going to be that way yep. for that whole second half. Yeah, most definitely. And you you, you, you talk about the Lakers and, and, and the Warriors tonight. The Lakers managed to get that one. You, you start factoring Utah back into this. Like, you should factor Utah into this, period. But I, I think Golden State has – you know, Golden State might have the opportunity to pull away from them a little bit. Yeah, I bit. think Utah's trending in the wrong direction. They are. Yeah, they absolutely. They've struggled as of late. So was Houston. Like Mm -hmm. those, 
you know, that's why we're talking about worst worst case scenario is eleventh, but that's probably not very likely because Utah, Houston, those are teams going in I mean, the that, opposite direction. That would be I, I'm knock on wood or whatever, but that'd be a collapse. It's an epic collapse. Yep. Uh, yep. to to fall out of that whole situation. And somebody have to get hot too. Yeah. And it's likely only Utah or Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh Memphis, Portland, and San Antonio. San Antonio's probably two or three games away from being eliminated from playoff contention at this point. Pretty much. I mean, De- got Detroit's man. knocking at the door. Well, I don't know how they. I don't know how they're not in the house. <laughs> what matter? I, well, I can tell you. I can tell you why. Uh. Because your Atlanta Hawks are in the tenth spot at twenty-four and thirty-one. That's why. Well, there's yeah. I guess there's more than fifteen games left in the season. That's it. But we're getting there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the Pistons should have their yeah. feet up on the, yeah. cu- on the yeah. couch and everything. They'll be rooted out by St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and Washington right there, Well, too. right there, too. Right there. Then holding a one game over Detroit. That is crazy. And how many games in a row did they lose? It was 20-something. Like was it 27? Was it, yeah, I think it was 27. 27 games in a row, and Washington is exactly one game better. Wow. Wow. Mm-mm. Well, Jesse, twenty-eight. It's twenty-eight games. Twenty-eight. In a row. You guys was, gave much credit. Was that the record, or did they yeah, tie yeah, no, the record? I thought they broke the record. I thought they broke it. They by lost a game, by a game or two. They lost. Yeah, they tied the seventy-sixers um, continuous record because I think they fell over um, the course of two seasons. Oh. So they tied Philly's Philly's record. Okay. I feel like Philly lost like the first two games of the following season or something like that. Something crazy. Wow. Unbelievable. Trust yeah. the process. But, I mean, the whole point of this is you talk about San Antonio. I mean, it's the game you got to have tonight, man. No messing around. We we know the Kings have been uh, prone to that this year a couple of different times. Can't have that tonight, man. And, and, and you know, I'm not – you know, I'm always leery about the must wins and all this other stuff because there's still 27 games left. If you lost tonight, it doesn't mean that you – can't achieve your goals, but man, you, you want to win this game. Come on, man, there ain't no mess. And you, yeah, you want to, and you want to do it fairly comfortable. I'm not saying you got to blow them out, but we shouldn't be sweating this tone. out. Yeah, we yeah, shouldn't be sweating this out with under a minute to go. Hey, in this game, those are NBA players too. Mm-hmm. This, this is an 11 win basketball. They got team. players I like. This I is like a, Devin Vassell. I like Keon, uh, Johnson. Keldon Johnson. Keldon yeah. Johnson. I like Wimby. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, Trey Jones still over there. I think Trey Jones over there. Yeah, this I like is him too. an eleven. And you can name the whole roster if you want to. It's an eleven and forty-four team. <laughs> let, let's, well, say, let, let's say the Kings do come out flat or whatever, and say they do lose to the Spurs. Does that affect how you guys are thinking the rest of the season? That you guys just like, you know what? They're sucks. not. It's like it's just like, this is who the Kings are. I'm you, not even going to be hopeful yeah, they'll turn it around. Part of me, Jesse, would be like it's par for the course. Like a part of me would, I don't like living like this. But part of me would be like they'll probably beat the Clippers on Sunday. Like it would, it would be mm. par for the course. And what we're looking for, I think, is not par for the course. Yeah, we want to see a little different, be better than what we've seen before. Yeah, be better. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be extremely dis. It would be maybe even more disappointing and upsetting than the Detroit loss. Yeah, no, you, I think it would. Just because you finished the way you did, playing well. I know you went one and one, but. You, you, finished you beat playing. Denver. Yeah, you your beat your Denver. last impression is them beating Denver. Yeah, you had all this time Got off. the rest. No all-stars. 
De'Aaron wasn't in Indiana. Domas wasn't in Indiana. That'd be upsetting. Yeah, it'd be it'd suck. I feel like whatever hope that fans have built up or whatever we've expected to see like going forward, I feel like they would just take all the wind out of the sail. Oh, hundred percent. Like just all that's just gone now. It's just all right, we'll see how it goes then. Yeah, that'd be a kick to the stomach. Yeah. Mm. That'd be a kick to the stomach. Yeah. So I I mean, like I would say here, lock in on some of the things that you're trying to do on the on the defensive end. Um, I know you're not a defense team, but let that get your get your get your uh, your feet wet. Get get back into the groove of playing basketball. Start that on the defensive end. You'll find your way offensively, and try and put some of that stuff to uh, st- stuff to use that you've talked about. You know, since you came back for practice, mm-hmm. you know, guarding the three and um, using your defense to create offense. Try and put some some of that to work. Malik said yesterday, I, I I think there's so much validity in this. Malik said yesterday, um, he, he wasn't asked about the team winning or losing. It was more about, like, the break. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, we got tired of each other. Hmm. You're on these long road trips. You're around each other all of the time. Mm-hmm. And I do think there is a certain level of get out of my face. Mm-hmm. Like, leave me alone. I don't want to be around you anymore. Mm-hmm. And it – that could be like you could be that could be Malik to De'Aaron. That could be Malik to Mike. That could be Mike to Domont. Like that could that's all of them. Mm-hmm. You're around these dudes all of the time, and they had that long ass road trip together. Came back immediately, had to play a bunch of games, then go travel a couple to a couple of more cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I can't stress enough how much I believe in that. Sometimes a day off from practice isn't just a day off from practice and like the physicality and the up and down and all of that. It's getting away from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, Malik you, said it twice, well, so he was really sick of someone <laughs> on that team. I don't know who, but he was really tired of somebody. Well, well look, you, you know, you're my guy, you're my dog, but that's what the weekends are for. Facts, <laughs> like, you know, what I'm saying like we we do not David hang out on the weekends. We don't talk on the weekends. We don't hang out on the weekends. We completely decompress and meet back up on Monday. And the 50 hours we spend together during the week <laughs> is more than enough. So yeah, that happens. But what Malik is also saying is also a product of, and I, I kind of feel like we overlooked this just as, as a media and as a collective, that schedule they had for about a month and a half, two yeah. months. It's a lot of road games, a yep. lot of road games. And this finishing up February and going into March, it's going to be almost the complete opposite. A lot of home games, not too many road games. And they've got to take advantage of that as well. I think that's – I think. do you think – Kings are fifteen and nine at home. They're not the Celtics, but they're well above five hundred. They played better at home than they did last year. I think at this point, do you think we've kind of glossed over the fact that they haven't been home for almost two months consistently? Um, when we talk about like their struggles and they don't look right, all this other stuff, they've still, they've, even with all that, they still maintain to be two games over five hundred on the road. Yeah. Uh. N- no, I don't think we glossed over it. Um, I think there's, I don't know, man. It like, it's it's not that that I think sticks out in people's head. It's the Detroit stuff, mm-hmm. the Charlotte's, the Portland, well, like the that. First game. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. It was oh, the first game ahead. after a long road trip. This. Schedule laws, damn you know. Schedule laws. It still felt like the road trip. It did. Everyone knows the first game 
back from a road trip is the toughest game of the road trip. Everyone I, knows this. I, and look, I'm, I'm a little tongue in cheek, but I think Charlotte was off a road trip too. It was. <laughs> Everyone knows that's the second hardest game of a road Charlotte, trip. Charlotte was off the road trip, first game back. I wonder what the record is on the first game back this year. You guys are idiots. <laughs> first game back. Third game's tough because you've been on the road trip for so long, so you're already tired. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> hey, they lost to Indiana, first hey. game on the road trip. <laughs> Yo, these people are speaking gospel. They're speaking gospel. Hey, maybe if you stop speaking it, it'll stop happening. How about that? <laughs> stop telling everyone it's going to happen, and maybe it'll actually stop happening. <laughs> oh, man. There, I think they're like 500 first game off a road trip this year. There is a, but there, but, but it, you can't get comfortable on the road mm-hmm. because you're, we, we look at it as like you're on the road, like it's one giant road trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're in six different spots. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, you're sleeping here one night and then you're, you know, you're playing your game, hopping on the flight, going to another spot. Mm-hmm. You can get comfortable at home. Right. Right. Like you can, you can settle in and get into your routine and the, the game in the middle of a homestand, hmm. that's not a big deal. Like, you're comfortable, right? Yeah. And then even, you know, the Kings, I don't, I don't know that this is the case. Um, I don't know if they have a stretch like this. I don't even think they play the Warriors again. But how many, times, how many times have we seen, like, the Kings play uh, five games at home to start the season, and then they have a couple of road games, but the road games are against the Warriors – the Lakers and the Clippers and they come back home and then they got another road game. It's like in Phoenix mm-hmm. and then they're back home. Right. You know what I mean? That's not flying to Minnesota right. or Denver or Utah. That's not flying, you know, any of these East coast. No, trips. That's, what, that's what is about to happen. I mean, they're Spurs at home mm-hmm. at the Clippers on mm-hmm. Sunday, back home for Miami on Monday. So it's a road game, and you right. gotta you gotta move around for it. But it's um, it's a lot different feel it, than that it, that other stuff. We joke we joke a little bit about it, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't think they sh- should buy into it or nothing. But it is I can imagine you play a, a five game road trip, you come home for that first game, and especially the way the Kings' schedule has been set up, it's not even like you're back at home. It's like a pit stop. Yeah, because you're. You're off on the road. You come yep. home to play a game. Maybe you're home for a practice, another game, and then you back out for another week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it doesn't – you talk about getting comfortable. They probably couldn't even get comfortable when they got back home. Mm-hmm. It was just like a pit stop. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's been a – Change a weird, your bags. Exactly. Swap out right. your luggage. Exactly. Yeah. So it's been, a, it's been a while, a little um, – like I said, that month and a half, two months with January and, and much of February has been uh, – I can – I can understand where it might have been a little rough. Okay. Well, now you're home. Now you got to handle business. Come, come, come out and make a statement against the bad basketball team. Got to handle business tonight. Uh, Will Z will break this day, game down by the numbers when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, back here with our man Will Z. Matt George going to join us in the final hour of the show as we get ready for the return of Kings basketball. The Sacramento Kings uh, at the, uh, the Sacramento Kings take on. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs at the Golden One Center. One little note for those going to the game last night. If you want to cop that actively black mm. Sacramento Kings hoodie we've been sharing across social media. Thing is fire. They got 150. Yeah, you better, oh. And they're in the That's store. It? And I'm going to tell y'all something right now. I get there early. I'm getting at least two. <laughs> so there's 148. <laughs> y'all better y'all better get in there, better get figure in there that out. and get those uh and, and celebrate our man uh laney smith former sacramento king yeah man our man laney smith man. great to story too man. yep incredible story. hopefully we get to bring that to our airways soon that's the yeah plan. i hope so uh that's we don't awesome. have any we don't have any uh 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 people anymore that we got to go through we've yeah. we've we've got to connect uh straight to laney so we can uh make all of that happen um, and we got to connect uh, directly to Will Z here as we get ready for the Sacramento Kings and the San Antonio Spurs tonight. William, we can we can do whatever we want with this. This yep. is an eleven and forty four Spurs basketball team. Their 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 direction is clear. Let's get this young generational star ready to be a young generational star and take this team where it has to go. There, there was an article I read this morning, I think it was in The, the Athletic, that the goal for, for, for San Antonio is simple. They just want to finish strong. It doesn't mean they want to go out there and win the next 27 games. It means they want to go out there, they want to play well, they want to look good. The Sacramento Kings, they've used up their, oops, they got us. Yep. <laughs> they might have borrowed a couple as well. Um, what do the numbers tell us about uh, the San Antonio Spurs in this matchup with Sacramento? It's all about Wemby, and I think, like you said, they just play the right way, and finishing strong for them, I think, is just continuing to develop that style of play as a team, which they do a really good job of. They just don't have the talent to kind of bring it home. But you look at Wembenyama, and he's averaging 20.5 points, 10 rebounds, 3.2 assists, 3.2 blocks, and 1.1 steals per game. His three-point shooting is on the rise as of late, and he just does a little bit of everything. It feels like he's starting to figure out how to impact the game in a bigger way. It's just not impacting winning. So they've lost eight of their last nine leading into the All-Star break, and it seems like they don't really care about winning. Not in a bad way. Again, it's just his good play doesn't result in the Spurs winning which is, I think, fine for them where they're at in their development as an individual for him and as a team. One of the things that we've talked about, media's talked about, the Kings have talked about, 
since they've come back from the all-star break is defending the three-point line. Mm -hmm. Um, What do the numbers say about San Antonio shooting the three? I, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like Pop traditionally doesn't shoot the three that much. Uh, the Spurs mm-hmm. teams don't shoot the three that much, but uh, what's the what's the number we're looking for mm-hmm. to make sure they stay below this time and they don't go above like everybody yeah. else has so far? So it really couldn't be a better setup for that discussion leading into tonight. The Spurs are last in the league with 33.9% from beyond the arc this year. The Kings, as everyone knows, are last in the league. Uh, Opponents shoot 39.7% against them. That's not only the worst this year, that's the third worst history, third worst clip in the history of the NBA. So historically bad. We've risen from fourth to third. Why does something with Sacramento always have to be historically bad? Like, even when things are good, there's got to be some historically bad in there somewhere. Yep. It just feels fitting. But, Can we just have a normal uh, season for once? I wish. It's There are teams where I'm looking and it's like, oh, they're average everywhere. Kings are either – there's no real average for the Kings, it seems like. But the Spurs, their three-point volume is higher than I thought. Um, 36.5 attempts per game. That's 11th in the league. Wow. So they get up a decent amount. For reference, Kings were at uh, third with 40 per game. Mm. So they get up a decent amount. I just, they don't make them. And especially with um, Doug McDermott gone, that's one of their best three-point shooters in terms of volume and accuracy. Uh, that they had he was shooting 43.9 percent so you take that away and their next leading three-point shooter cd osman is he still with him i think so i don't remember if he got traded no i think said he said you said said osman right from cleveland yeah yeah he's still with him yeah he's at uh 37.7 and that kind of leads the team 3.2 3.2 attempts per game. Vassell, 36.9%. So they just don't have the high-volume, high-percentage shooters to kind of take them home on any given night from three. He mentioned Doug McDermott, and I was like, didn't he destroy the Kings last year at the end of the season? He did. 30 off the yeah. bench for McDermott, um, followed by Champagny's 26 off the bench oh, I remember in their that. late mm-hmm. March loss yes. Iconic. Uh, at home. Yeah. Iconic. That that Just loss put the Kings at uh forty seven and thirty one. Okay. They were sixteen games over five hundred with a chance to go seventeen games. That's crazy. I wish we can get back to that. That's wild. Yeah, I, w- I, I wish we can get back to that too. This would put them yeah. nine or ten. If they this nine. would put them. They're thirty one and twenty three right now. Okay, put them nine over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They got to get the job done first yeah. uh, in, in yeah. order for them to get to 16, 17, 18 games over 500 or whatever. Three-point defense, obviously, is, is going to be something everyone's talking about, uh, something everybody has been talking about. It's something they've been talking about. They're going to have to be better at. Is there another statistic that you're watching here this second part of the season besides three-point defense, Will? Yeah, I think as boring as it is, and it's the other hot topic right now, is free throws. So the Kings, again, everyone knows it, but they are last in the league. They shoot uh, 73.2% from the free throw line. 
Next closest is the Raptors at 74.8, so it's not even close for them being last. And it's really difficult because I don't see a way that they will get better as a free throw shooting team. They're just a collection of average free throw shooters. Like there's no one that's terrible, like in the low 60s. It's just Fox and Sabonis are their two high volume free throw shooters. And they're just kind of average. Uh, I think that they could increase a little bit, but they'd have to increase pretty drastically. Even getting back to what last year they were at would be nice. But unless you see Harrison Barnes attack the rim another three or four times a night, I think that's the only way you're going to see the team free throw percentage really take a rise. But I don't know, maybe it's something where everyone just gets a little bit better. I just don't see them becoming a 80% free throw shooting team or anything like that for the last stretch. So it's just a continuation of can they make the free throws when it matters to me? You know, we'll, we, I look at this team a lot of the times and I say, man, I don't feel like they're far away from being the type of team that we thought we saw last year and even mm-hmm. being a little bit better. Um, little tweak here, this little more consistency, getting everybody playing well at the same time, those little things like that. I don't think it's a situation where they're devoid of, of talent or devoid of being able to do it. They just haven't been able to get it all clicking at the same time. Are the numbers kind of supporting that? Like, are you looking at, are you looking at the numbers and being like, there's room for improvement? Like you just talked about free throw shooting, but you know, my beloved wide open threes you're getting mm-hmm. great wide open looks but you're hitting below the number that you hit last year like you can get a couple percentage points higher and maybe that changes your your fortunes this year are, are the numbers bearing out like kind of what i'm feeling as far as there's room for improvement and they don't need a whole lot of improvement to get better as a team if that makes any sense yeah it definitely does i think there is so looking at the wide open threes, they're averaging 22 per game. That's down to fourth in the league. Still a great number. 38.8%, which is good, but it's I need four, four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 11th worst in the league. So, so they still have that big room for growth there in terms of just knock those down at a little bit higher of a clip. What's the what's the what's the league leaders percentage? Yeah. Uh Timberwolves 42.1. And that's on 17.8 attempts per game. So if you go by like just straight made, if you take out percent attempts, Kings are third with 8.5 made per game, Mm. which is good. But again, it's taking, they're taking more shots to get there. What did you say the Kings number was? 38.8%. Okay. And you wanted at 40. Yeah, I wanted at 40. Okay. I think they can get to 40. I think Kevin Harder could shoot the ball better. I well, think Keegan could could shoot the ball a little bit better. That that gets you to get you to 40. Okay. It feels like if they can just shift that and their three-point defense just a little cuz three-point make or miss league right now is such a huge factor where if you can kind of flip the script just by a few percentage points, you make a few more, maybe raise it from 38 to 40, like you said, Kenny, and drop the opponent wide open looks down to 
that'd be a, a huge impact. That's we're talking five point swing, five to eight point swing, maybe mm-hmm. just with that. Yeah. So it feels like it's doable. Will um, got a swing set for tonight. Yeah, it's made free throws. So both teams are uh, pretty bad at their made free throws per game. Kings make uh, 15.9 per game. That's 25th in the league. And the Spurs are at 15.7 per game, 27th in the league. So something where I think the Kings will have the advantage with the volume. They get to the line more, but the Spurs shoot it better. So how is that going to even out throughout the game? Again, it might not be close enough where it matters, and the Kings could win with less made free throws just because of the three-point discrepancy, but it's just something I'll be keeping an eye on. All right, we're locked in. Head over to willzstats.com. Check out the great work he does uh, each game, uh, each time the Sacramento Kings play. Uh, he has an article posted. Again, that's willzstats.com. Uh, Will, we appreciate you, and uh, we'll connect next week, my man. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.